Hey, and welcome to the Vanika Lewis Show. I am so excited that you are lending your ears to me for this short period of time. I believe that every day is another day to do life right. And that's exactly what we talk about here on this show. So buckle up your seatbelts and let's get ready to dig into another episode. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Vanika Lewis Show. Listen, if you have been tuned in this week, then you already know I have been dealing with wholeness as it relates to health, wealth, and relationships. So the first podcast was on wealth, and I talked to you about saving your way to success. Then on the second episode, I welcome my very first podcast guest, Valerie Oakley, and she talked to you about health. Well, today I'm bringing you another special guest, and we're going to tag team and talk to you about relationships. But y'all, this is not just any old guest. This is a super special, super sexy, super handsome guest. I got my awesome husband with me. You want to tell the people, hey? Hey, everybody. I'm glad to be here on Vanika Lewis, affectionately known as Lady V, but to me, my wife. Yes, yes. So some people may be wondering why I decided to have you join me on this episode. So I'm going to go ahead and let them know why. First of all, we just going to talk. This is not about to be no regular interview. We're going to have some really good conversation. And as I always tell them, we like to keep it real. real. And the second thing is um, I wanted to bring your perspective because you recently finished a sermon series called Your Circle Matters. And a lot of times people assume that when you and I are together talking about relationships, that we're only going to talk about marriage or um, relationships that are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Relationships that are perfect or what? No, just between a man and a woman. Um, uh, Romantic, that's the word. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm white. You look so good over here. You got me slipping on my words. Oh, I don't ever do let that. them slip out and get wet then. <laughs> so I normally, I mean, most people think that we're going to talk about romantic relationships. But um, tonight I really want us to talk about multiple types of relationships, including friendships, <coughs> family, and it could be a romantic relationship because they all have an impact uh, on our well-being. And well, I also health. think when you say romantic, we have to make sure we define when we're talking about it. Are we okay. saying courting um, and then, you know, marriage, mm-hmm. different different types of relationships? Yes, yes. Um, so I want us to talk about um, healthy relationships. And I know one of the first things that uh, comes to mind for me is in regards to um, the people that you have around you. And so you talked about your circle matter. So across the board, 
what is one of the most important things to make sure that people in your circle bring to the table? Um, I think one of one of the things, one of the most important things for people to bring to the table, is um, values. Okay. All right, and the people that come to your table is very important to know their values because their values will determine. Um, what advice they give you, mm-hmm. um, what direction they may steer you when you're mad, um, maybe going through a difficult situation in your relationship. And based upon the values that they have will determine um, what advice they will give you or not give you in the situation you're going through. That's good. So uh, I know we assume that everybody knows values, but there may be some people listening who don't. Can you explain what values are? Yeah. I mean, essentially your values are the core of what drives you and the decisions you make, your morals, mm-hmm. um, um, what helps you make decisions, how you act, um, and so forth. Yeah, that's really good um, because we tend to keep people in our lives that do not bring good morals or values to the table because of other things. So, for example, we assume that because we've known somebody since we were kids that we're supposed to maintain a relationship with them even if what they bring to the table is not healthy for us what do you have to say about that well i think one of the reasons why we do that is oftentimes for example sometimes we keep um, toxic people around us because the truth of it is we may be toxic too in mm. some areas mm. and what brings us together is not necessarily that we want to get better but because we have toxicity in common and so um you know it, it keeps us it keeps us together versus mm. pulling us apart and while while trying to get better oh that's good yeah. i think i'm gonna have to bring you yeah, back yeah, for yeah. us to no, really no, talk think, about toxicity because that's deep that's a whole nother yeah. codependency and toxicity but what about people who are just loyal and who feel that they can't disconnect from somebody because they've invested all this time and they have to keep them around even though they feel that what they're bringing to the table isn't a value um i always say this and i often say this when when i am um preaching um i tell people all the time your it's either your destiny or their feelings and you have to make up in your mind um do their feelings outweigh your destiny Sometimes your destiny involves you not only learning how to connect to the right people, but also learning how to disconnect from the wrong people. And that can be difficult. That can be challenging, especially because you thought since they've been around for so long or we went to middle school together or we've been through thick and thin. That means that we're supposed to be together happily ever after. And that's not necessarily true. And so people go through seasons, relationships go through seasons, and every relationship is not, um, how can I say this? Every relationship is not meant to be permanent. Yeah, every relationship is not meant to last a lifetime. Yes. Yeah, that's that's so good. I know that we both have experienced shifts and relationships that we've maintained 
um, for a really long time because of just where God was calling us in our life. So I think that's really, really good and really important. So if you all are listening, if you're taking notes, make sure you write that down. I'm actually going to encourage you to think about this boundaries, establishing boundaries and boundaries are going to help you really think about who you're letting in your inner circle and identifying what core values people need to have in order to be a part of that inner circle. Is that good? That's good. Yes. I love it. I love it. I mean, I you 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 have to really decide who's going to be in your inner circle, who's you go get who um, you're going to give your ear to who's going to have um, input into your life and decisions that you make. And so you got to be able to know that up front. It ought to be your relationships should bring you together because you all want to do better. You want to make each other better. Not that you all want to make each other worse or continue staying in the same situation. That's so good. That's so good. So you've talked about uh, values and what people bring to the table and their ability to really speak into you. Now, what I found to be interesting as it relates to uh, relationships in our inner circle is this. When we're looking for um, a job or we're interested in uh, pursuing maybe a new career path, we tend to seek advice from experts in that particular industry or people who have worked in that career for a really long time, because that means that we can trust what they are telling us. But when it comes to relationships, we don't think about what people have in regards to experience and knowledge. And for me, I know I consider from a value perspective, faith. And so when I think about my circle and who I let speak into me, I like to make sure that it is somebody who has biblical knowledge and who has life experience and wisdom so that I know that I can trust what they're speaking into me. I'm not just going to pull on any and everybody, but I find that a lot of people don't look for that in regards to who's speaking into their life. What are your thoughts about that? I think because we live in a generation where we're looking for five ways how to get the next thing very quickly, Mm -hmm. three ways on how to get your next man or woman, and really don't want to hear the advice of either one, people that have already been through that, or two, people that are giving you biblical advice principles mm-hmm. to help guide your decision and sometimes those biblical principles have to do with you being patient mm. and we were living in a microwave generation where patience is a bad word that's good that's good so can you tell us well you i know but can you tell them um what do you look for or what requirements do you have in place in regards to people that are in your circle so let me just say this and I always, I'm very transparent, honest. Um, I have to be able to trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's big for me. And me being able to trust you takes time. So observation, 
Um, you know, w- one requirement is I want to know, do you have a relationship with Christ? Okay. Because that's very important to me because that's what guides my life. Um, are, are the, can they be authentic? And when I say authentic, that means can they show me and tell me about their wins, but also can they tell me about their losses? Mm. Um, I, I need transparency because perfection caused me to run from you. Transparency, I believe, bridge relationships because it allows me to know that you don't believe that you're perfect, just like I am, but it also allows me to be able to learn from the mistakes that you may have made. And I think um, three is accountability. That's good. Uh, accountability is big. You know, I always want to know, just like I'm determining if you're going to be in my circle as an accountability partner, I want to know who are you accountable to. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say, too, even outside of having a direct accountability partner, because that is definitely someone that um, should be wise and a little more mature, um, when you have good friends around you, they'll hold you accountable. Yeah, good friends. It doesn't even matter where they are as long as they're growing. They want to see you continue to grow too. So they they don't mind calling things out in your life. Well, I think also um, you mentioned something, a good friend. What makes a good friend? I mean... Some of the things that you said, I believe, um, just like you said, they have to be trustworthy. They have to be authentic. Um, I believe that there should be some common interest that we have. Um, I, like also we, would, I also would say integrity. Yes, that too. <clears throat> they must have integrity. Very important. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want anybody that's acting one way in front of you and then acting a different way behind your back. You want integrity. Yeah. And personally, the other thing I look for is patience. And that's just because... Not I'm, me. I'm I, stretched. I'm all right. Yeah, we different, <laughs> but I don't have a whole lot of time to give I, I actually don't think i'm the best friend in this season of my oh, life no. but i don't have a whole lot of time to give so somebody that's patient um is going to be important in my circle right now because they need to know we ain't about to be kiki and talking all the time but when we do touch pay, base you know what i'm saying it's on the cracking so i'm opposite y'all mm-hmm. I, I mean i have patience and with everyone else but i feel like um you ain't got no time I don't have time, but I do make sure I make time for, for the me. people in my circle. And the number one person in my circle besides God is my wife. Ooh, yep, you better you go on and tell it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have time. However, um, I think it's very important that we make time, mm-hmm. even though we quote unquote say we don't have mm-hmm. time. So speaking of me being your wife, I do want to touch a little bit on the romantic piece and talk a little bit, not about marriage yet, but let's just say about dating and courting um, relationships. Because sometimes we can have good friends, but the people that we end up dating or courting are not good. And those relationships can become toxic. What are some things that should be of importance that people look for when they're starting to date? Um, I'm, I'm always going to go back to number one. Um, I think, are they attracted to the person? Okay. That, that, Talk uh, about are it. They, are they attracted? Um, and I love the book by one of my, um, mentors, um, father in the ministry, Dr. R.A. Vernon. He's mm-hmm. wrote, he's written two books entitled, um, the 10 
rules of dating. Yes. Um, and the most recent one was dealing with social media. And he says, rule number one, there must be a physical attraction. Yeah. Because I don't care how much you love Jesus. If there's no physical attraction, there's not going to be a connection. And okay. this preference will be a little bit more for males, but also I think women too. All right. I so think that, number one, physical attraction. What's yes, the other thing? Number two, do they have a relationship with Jesus Christ? What? Do they, they have a okay, relationship? Okay, so real with Jesus quick, Christ? they already got to have one. We can't save them. Um, nah. I mean, I think you got to get to a point in your life that you you not you don't have time to be <laughs> helping <laughs> to be nobody's savior. Yeah. You know, um, you got to know whenever you connect with somebody, what is my assignment? You know, what is my yeah. assignment? So they need to have a relationship with Christ. And even if they don't and you choose to give them a chance, you need to know and enter with and be cautious of what you're entering into. Yeah. And ladies, I'm going to drop this for you real quick because we are nurturers. And so a lot of times we like to find fix it men. And that means that um, we see men that we see potential in and so we try to be like oh i could save them and let me let me break this to you we don't save anybody jesus is the only one that does the saving sometimes we can help get people to him but we can't save them and you cannot want more for them than they want for themselves so but you, you see that often you do see it often and that's why i want to throw that out there too so when you are dating there is nothing wrong with having standards and it is okay even if you see potential in them to say you are not saved. That means that we would be unequally yoked and we cannot pursue marriage, which is really the intent of dating. That is. and But if you want to potentially, you believe God has assigned you in their life to help, you know, share the word with them. Oh, yeah. You can, but make sure you are intentional and not just using that as a bait to keep you around because you're so desperate, tired of being alone that you believe you can change his heart mm. and only God can change his heart. You can just serve him up the gospel. I'm about to hit him with something else. Dating. When you are ready to date, you should be in a state of preparation and not desperation. Mm, that's good. When you are getting ready to date, you need to be in a state of preparation and not desperation. So we've hit on friendships. We've hit on dating. And I want to talk a little bit about marriage as we wrap this thing up. So um, healthy marital relationships. So obviously, even in marriage, God needs to be at the center of the relationship. What are some other things that couples can do to make sure that they are having a healthy marital relationship? I think do what you usually do for your car. Um, make sure you constantly tune it up. Mm -hmm. And um, that includes having a trusted couple or somebody that you both are accountable to okay. where you can sit down and um, just do a review of how the marriage been going, what's going good, what are some things that both would like each other to work on. And that only happens when you have somebody that you trust that you believe will give you... Um, the proper information or hear both sides to be able to help coach um, 
the, re- the coach, um, excuse me, coach the um, couple through the process. So I think that, um, I think also keeping your marriage open. All right. Wait, open, wait, wait, wait. Like, hold you know on. what I mean? You got to clarify yeah, that because, yeah, you nah, know, keep... Sister Monique be talking nah, about, no, oh, we ain't no. got no open relationship. No, no, I ain't no. sharing. I don't want y'all. No, don't don't repeat this going no. home. I, not open such as another partner. <laughs> open such as open communication. There we go. To be able to communicate effectively what works for you, what works for him, mm-hmm. him or her. Um, and that means whether it's sexually, whether it's um, whether it's just something you all want to do um, outside of your marriage. Activity-wise. Activity-wise. Like having fun. Yes, having fun. Those yeah. kind of things. Just you know, you got to be careful because nowadays people start thinking swinging yeah, or no, no, no. We ain't talking about yeah. none of that. But and, I, and, I think, and I also think to be open, I think a lot of times people are shy to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. You know, be honest, that helps the marriage, you know, keep 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 it lit. Yeah, so if y'all ever see us out and about, yes, we are pastor and lady V, but he does not mind smacking my butt in the middle of the mall. Don't y'all be shocked. That's I'll, just how wait, he wait, likes wait, to wait. show affection. I've gotten better, y'all, since now more people are noticing who we are from being <laughs> on social media and, and flyers. So I, 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 I got to make sure I look good and make sure that the coast is clear before I raise that right hand up to that cheek. <laughs> you just a mess. But I think you bring about a good point, um, making sure that you have accountability. We talked about this a little bit in the health um, sec- podcast segment that, um, earlier this week. And that was in regards to even on a weight loss journey, having somebody that you can be vulnerable with that's going to um, be accountable so similarly in keeping a healthy relationship, you need another couple that you both can be vulnerable with who's going to help hold you accountable. Having fun together. So that means mm-hmm. um, maintaining date nights, knowing what each other like and what each other enjoy. You love for me to cook. I do that. I love for you to bring me flowers. You do that. And we pray together. Yes. And we worship together. Yes. And so collectively, that really kind of helps make sure that our marriage is healthy. So and we have sex together. We, <laughs> I, I, th- about I that. think they know that already. Oh, okay. Just see, see how he does. But that's okay. We're married now, so we can we can talk a little bit about that. But um, I wanted to make sure in this segment we discuss those things: um, friendship, right? Uh, a little bit about dating, and then a little bit about marriage. And collectively making sure that you have healthy relationships in your life because you cannot be whole if you don't have healthy relationships in your life. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. I don't care how healthy you are. If you exercising four or five times a week, you doing your keto diet, you could be a vegan. But if your relationships in your life are not healthy, then you are not whole. And so I wanted to make sure that we we touched on this. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, sweetie pie. Keep doing what you do. Keep doing your thing. Yes. It's inspiring other people. And I enjoy listening to the other podcasts. Yes. Any closing statements? Nope. You all make sure you keep it lit. Allow God to guide your choices. Do not 
panic if you don't get what you need right now. Trust the waiting process because at the end, it's going to be it's going to be a blessing. Yes. Yes. That's it. A blessing. Blessed friends, blessed partners, blessed husbands and wives. And a blessed circle all the way around. I love it. Yes. All right. That's it. Thank you. Grace and peace. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you want to find out more about who I am, check me out online at www.vanicolewis.com. And if this segment was good to you, it's going to be good to your friends. Make sure you share it with them. Also, make sure you subscribe so that you get access to episodes as soon as they're released. You want to be the first to get the newest releases from the Vanika Lewis show. I can't wait to continue talking with you about a new day and a new opportunity to do life right. Until next time, take care. Bye.